In case you didn't recognize in the last few episodes, I feel like pretty much almost all small businesses need to have an online presence. Definitely. And the type of online presence you have will vary based on whether, you know, you're a pizza shop. Right. (laughs) Or a a real estate agent. You know, your your online presence is going to look a bit different, right? It's going to depend on the kind of business you have. It will. And it'll also depend on your time availability, your resources, things like that. But there is one thing that I think all small businesses must be doing, and that is be on social media. Yes. Yes. That's where the customers are. That is where the customers are. And we're going to talk about that and the importance of it and some of the things you can do in today's episode starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. Small businesses, social media, why do you think... All small businesses should be on social media. That's where your customers are. Everybody's on social media. That's it. And and I've talked about you can't be an island in your online business world, right? You can't put up your blog. I mean, you could, and you can hope for the best, but... (laughs) Odds are nobody's going to go to the blog. No one's going to go to the blog, right? And it's only become more competitive. Back in the day, you used to be able to, you know, put up a, a website and get someone to visit your website. And they were so stoked that they found that there was a website that they would just like click around on your website. You know, that's why they called it like surfing the web. If we want to use like some of the old school, that old school terminology that has all changed. People don't click around on websites anymore because there's so much stuff for them to do. I remember when I first got online, there was this one website called pogo.com. And it was like this old school, like gaming site where you could just like go and play the most like basic of games. And I okay. was, that was where I'd spend all my time as like a, a, or like I was probably like nine or 10 years old or whatever. And, um, but that was what I did. Cause I was like, I knew of a website where you could go and play games. <laughs> There's something it was I can do. <laughs> exactly. And so, um, but that was, that's all changed, right? The, everyone has their list of favorite websites they like to visit and you know, most of them are social media. And most of them are social media. Um, and that's one of the the big things that's changed about the internet, right? When you had the wild west of the internet, um, everyone was just visiting, you know, anything that they could find and they would click around to multiple pages on your website because they were just like, wow, the internet, that's new. It's amazing. Yeah. And then everyone started getting websites and then Google came in and said, wow, we need to organize this. And so they organized it and they made it so that you could find anything that you were looking for. And all of a sudden that whole like people clicking around through your website started to disappear because they could, they no longer were stuck on your website and the websites that you linked to, they now had a place to go where they could type in whatever their question was. And people thought that was the end all be all except, you know, Facebook happened and Twitter happened. And so, you know, they started filling these niches that Google wasn't doing as good of a job with, right? Facebook started connecting you with things that you cared about locally and with your family and information that your family had that Google doesn't have access to. And Twitter started giving you 
information that is so timely that Google can't get to it that quickly. Google can give you, you know, maybe news that happened a few hours ago, reliably national news, not local for the most part, not local news. Um, but Twitter, I mean, if I hear about a car accident that has happened, or if I see like a whole (laughs) bunch of like cops in front of a building or whatever, I can go to Twitter and... And you've done this. Yeah. I mean, I remember, what was it, a a year or two ago where we walked out our front door and smelled like fire. Yeah. I just smelled smoke. And you're like, to Twitter I go? Yeah. And 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 it was a controlled burn. So everything's good. But you know, yeah, it was... It was a controlled burn, but they, they didn't calculate for the wind and it was crazy how bad the smoke got. It was a big mess up. Yeah, it, it was. But but yeah, you went straight to Twitter. Yeah, I went to Twitter because Google wasn't going to have what I needed. I knew I had to go to Twitter for this information and that's what ended up happening and Twitter delivered. Anyways, the problem is that these are like, they're called walled gardens, right? Like, you know, Facebook, a lot of the information is locked up inside of Facebook, not accessible um, from really the outside world, you got to be inside Facebook's walled garden to see the data, play yeah. with it, whatever else. That's where your customers are. And as a business owner, you can depend on Google, right? And we've done that with our business. Our business is so heavily focused on Google. Yeah. And we're changing that because we recognize that that is a weakness in our business. But as a business owner, you can hitch your wagon to Google. But the problem is, and and this is where I think a lot of people get kind of surprised with the way the internet is changing. More of our visitors are on their mobile phones than have ever been. I know, which has totally blown my mind. Anytime I'm in like analytics or something and I'm, I'm seeing like, I, people are coming to our stuff through a cell phone. Yeah. It's like, I'm so used to the computer. Yeah. We, and and we still, we still are always on computers, but that's because we live a different lifestyle than most people. Most people are, they're at work or they're on a lunch break or, you know, they're, you know, at a soccer game, you know, soccer practice, you know, most people are, are not near a desktop computer um, at the time that they're kind of casually surfing the internet. And we've recognized that for the most part, our visitors, uh, largely on most of our sites, we have more mobile visitors than we do desktop visitors. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so that is a huge shift that's happened into the internet. And so I'm getting to why that that is really a really important detail for what we're talking about today. Okay. What this means, though, is that when you're on your cell phone, what are you usually in? You're, us- yeah. you're usually in apps. Okay. Yeah. You use apps, right? When you are looking at our Etsy shop, are you looking at it inside of the Chrome browser or are you looking at it in the Etsy app? I'm in the Etsy app. You're in the Etsy app. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in apps. Exactly. You are in apps and most people's websites aren't in app form. And even if they were, if it was your pizza shop, would people really want your pizza app? Like you're like with no, yeah. like I already have trouble getting the apps for like the big chain restaurants that we frequent. Like it's got, it, they have loyalty programs and coupons and discounts and stuff, but it's kind of irritating having an app for every restaurant you want to go to. Yeah. And so, um, that's, that is an aspect of this whole thing that has made it difficult for businesses is people are on their phones but they're not inside of the browser apps for the most part, unless they've got a question, a burning question that they want answered. So 
that's where social media comes in because people are spending, um, and I forget when the flip happened, but it happened a few years ago that people were spending more time inside of their other apps on their phone than they were the native browser apps on yeah. their phone. And that's why what we're talking about today is so important for small businesses that want to have an online presence because your website is only accessible through the browser app and more and more people are only on their phones when they're on the internet. So what we've got is this kind of like, I, I hate to use the phrase perfect storm, but we've got this perfect storm of people are on their phones more than ever. Yeah. Okay. And people are in their browsers less than they've ever been, which leaves us with the situation that the pretty much the only way that a lot of these mobile people are going to see your website is through social media apps because that's where they're at. Right. They're on their phones, you know, and this kind of like, well, I guess I have a problem because we have, we, we know a lot of small business owners and we have like, even a, we, we own, we know somebody who runs a pizza shop and maybe yeah. that's why this whole theme of pizza shops has happened in, in these episodes. But they have where he's in the back making pizzas and she's running the front of house. She's making deliveries. How on earth are these people supposed to be able to run social media? Like they, they don't have time to do that kind of stuff. I mean, we barely have time for that stuff. Yeah. I mean, cause we've seen them. We've like, you know, I remember, um, the husband would be, you know, the one running the pizza ovens and yeah. And, and making like the super custom pizzas. So. Yeah. And his wife would like, I mean, between delivering, taking care of kids, I even saw her one time cleaning the toilets at the restaurant. And like, sometimes they'd be so busy. They'd actually, they'd have the kids at the pizza restaurant and it's like, so, yeah, I understand what you're talking about, right? Where do you have the time? I right. Mean, like, I mean, yeah, take a picture of the pizza that came out of the oven for Instagram or something. But they're busy. They're running their business. Yeah. And so there are, um, and I, we've obviously, we've had this problem. And then it's like, okay. So I, I found a, a solution and I'll put the, the link in the description, but there are tools for this. And they basically allow you to schedule all of your social media posts and you can do it. Like if you've got a weekend off, you can spend your weekend and, you know, not the whole weekend. I mean, you can do a whole week's worth of posts in about, you know, an hour. And obviously that's going to depend on the number of posts that you want to post per day and how involved they are, things like that. But yeah, you can literally schedule your social media posts. And then while you're, you know, out there whipping pizzas into the oven and whatnot, like you can actually... Um, have your little social media tool that's like doing its thing for you. Yeah, putting out the posts, letting people know about the specials for Wednesday or whatever. And and, and that's something that we we use because yeah. we don't. I mean, between all of our projects and having five kids, like we're trying to be on social media more, but it, it's hard. It is. It's very hard, and you know, and obviously these tools um, they don't allow you to interact with your customer, right? Like if you've got a customer complaint coming in, this tool isn't going to respond to it for you. 
Um, but you know, you can always batch that work in, you know, so depending on, you know, if each night you want to check, you know, and see like, did I have someone asking questions or whatever? Or leave an awesome comment. You can respond back. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's the limitation of these tools is they, they can't like interact with your customers for you. So that's one aspect that you'll always have to do. But as far as like the being present and letting people know you exist and scheduling like you know, interesting content for them to consume and to enjoy and to interact with and let them know about whatever specials you've got going on and just all the little news updates. You can do all of that and it can be scheduled and you don't have to sit there thinking about it throughout the week. Okay. So anyways, the tool that we use, I have a link in the description. Um, the reason that we use that one is it was the best like intersection between value and features. Um, like it was like some of these tools can get really, really expensive. A lot of, you know, and I forced you over the years to be like price is always like top of my concern. Well, I mean, I think it is for a lot of people, you know, I'm not out to just blow tons of money, but uh, some of these tools have just gotten absurdly expensive. So this was probably the best reasonable social. one. Yeah. As far as like the pricing goes and all of the things and the amount that they give, because a lot of these tools restrict you on like how many accounts, you know, you're going to be paying a fortune to have like three social media accounts. <laughs> and oh, it's like, yeah, it's crazy. So anyways, the link's in the description if you want to check that one out. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel about small businesses being on social media. That you got to do it. You really have to. Your, your customers are on their phones and they're not in the browsers. So you have right. to be where they are at. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.